You're with The Yarn, a podcast from Australian Wool Innovation, and uh, this special podcast today is uh, dedicated to WoolQ, what was formerly known as the Wool Exchange Portal. It's been a very uh, significant few days for WoolQ, given that uh, it is now live of sorts and a quarter of its functionality is up and running. We're here with Will Wilson, who's the chair of uh, WoolQ. Will, thanks for joining us. Um, how's it gone in the first few days of WoolQ? Well, thanks, Marius, for giving me the opportunity to, to speak to some, some wool growers. Um, look, I'm, I'm happy to say that the, the launch went reasonably well on, on Thursday. Um, basically, as you said, we've delivered uh, a portion of, of the functionality of, of the fully functional WoolQ. Um, we delivered on Thursday two specific pieces of functionality that I'd like to talk to you about today. The first is what we've, we've called our broker, prof, broker, grower and classer profile page. This allows uh, our wool growers, their partners, wool brokers and indeed the wool classes to you know, post rich profiles relating to their business enterprises in order that they can be searchable by other members of the Australian wool growing community. Uh, we've seen some really good take up in the first 12 hours of operation with some 70 businesses registering their profiles on WoolQ. The second major bit of functionality that's been oft talked about and we've trialled around the country in the last couple of months is what we've called our eSpecy or digital speci uh, product. This uh, eSpecy replaces the current paper speci and is useful in two, uh, two major ways, I think. One is it allows wool growers and indeed their classes to capture the in-shed or classer information online and for that data then to be stored and transmitted to other players within the industry. Now, one of the things that... Uh, has been very important when delivering this was to, to give that service the ability to be used on a mobile device. As you'd be well aware, many shearing sheds around the country don't have access to um, Wi-Fi or any sort of internet service. So it was important that we were able to gather that information offline, if you like, uh, and allow classes or growers to have that information then uh, downloaded once they became connected again, if you like. So uh, the, the, the app is available as well, and so if you search for, to, for WoolQ at the App Store for iPhone users or at the Android App, app store, store, you'll find them, find them there. So this is uh, only a quarter of the functionality. How is it? going to roll out through the year. Yeah, look, Marius, it was sort of one of those um, decisions we made reasonably recently that it would be useful to have a staged rollout of the WoolQ service, only because there were a number of bits of functionality that we wanted to get particularly wool growers used to before we sort of started downloading a lot of stuff on, on their on their um, businesses. So obviously the first phase, the you know, ability to develop rich profiles for growers, their brokers and wool classes. Also, this uh, eSpecy product, you know, the ability for growers to capture data digitally in shed. So, the second phase, which will be delivered to industry in July, mid July, will involve a full data suite, commencing with the in shed data that we've, we will have captured via eSpecy. It will then be matched up with 
the more traditional AWTA test data, uh, and then finally the data that's uh, received from the sale of wool in the current uh, open cry auction. So you can see a grower will have access with regard to a specific clip to all that information in one place to allow them to make more nuanced decisions as to the sale of their wool. To assist them even further, we'll be delivering in July what we've called our uh, ready Reckner or virtual selling tool. And this will allow growers to utilise that data that we've provided them with, uh, in addition to some other data, to allow them to basically you know, test the market, if you like, enter specific parameters that relate to the selling of their wool, not only the characteristics of the wool, but the costs in getting that wool to market, broker costs uh, and charges, and indeed they'll receive a, 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 net, uh, a net price for their wool ahead of time. Uh, so, again, the second phase is really about delivering data and analytics to, to growers and their partners, the brokers. And then finally, in December 2018, what we've uh, uh, termed our bulletin board of bids and offers. This is basically uh, providing industry with the ability to post buying and selling interest ahead of the auction to allow transactions potentially to occur, or even for buyers to see what selling interest is out there and, and for growers themselves to see what specific buying interest is there. But as I said, if you know those buyers and sellers can get together and match on the platform, a transaction will occur, but only um, with the assistance of the, the broking community. Um, the brokers are key to, you know, making sure those transactions occur by providing obviously the logistics behind the transaction but more importantly the financial requirements to achieve a, a transaction in the wool industry. So but, uh, obviously online selling or, or uh, sales outside the auction room have been tried before and they've never been as, the price has never been as good as the spot. So how how What's your response to people say when people ask you about, look, nothing can beat the auction system? Look, I, and I would I'd say to them, I, you know, I certainly wouldn't argue with them and everything you've said about the current market conditions are, are correct. But what I would say is what we're talking about here is, is not revolution, it's evolution. We're providing an alternative. And uh, my view would be that the majority of, of Australian wool will be sold via open cry auction um, to, in the foreseeable future. But it is, you know, I think it is a requirement that there is some alternative, an electronic alternative, such as that that's offered in most other markets around the world, whether it be equity markets, futures markets, grain markets, um, energy markets. You know, there's got to be some sort of online or, or digital application to, to buy and sell wool. Uh, as I say, it's not uh, an alternative, it's just an op another option. We can't uh, deny the elephant in the room here with the brokers, so uh, brokers have been upset um, for one reason or the other. They have stated that this is potentially not a good investment of wool growers' funds, but, um, I mean, the consultation before this was, what, three years worth? Um, how have you responded to, to criticism of, of this investment by AWI? Look, I think AWI were very keen um, once the concept of a wool exchange portal was, was accepted by the board to make sure that we brought industry, industry along on the journey and certainly um, 
following the decision by AWI to investigate uh, the idea of a wool exchange portal, um, the broking community and indeed the exporting community were, were brought on board to be part of that whole process of, of developing the concept and really building the functionality of a, of a wool exchange portal that's now in the form of WoolQ. And, you know, Maurice, if I can give you a bit of background, you know, as you know, my... Um, my history has been in financial markets and I was involved not only in the automation of the stock exchange but more directly with the automation of the Sydney Futures Exchange and it's fair to say there was quite a lot of disquiet uh, amongst the broking community uh, ahead of um, the closure of the trading floor but it's fair to say that all the brokers came along on the journey and find themselves uh, in the position of higher profitability and the ability to transact greater volumes on uh, electronic trading platforms. Now, transition is complex and you need to be able to ensure that you bring all stakeholders along for the ride. But what I will say is that the role of the broker will be ever more uh, important in that transition because they will be the ones who will assist their customers, the wool growers, in making that transition. So I see opportunities for brokers as much as anything else during this process. And indeed, I saw that you know, during the transition of not only Australian Stock Exchange to fully uh, electronic trading, but also the Sydney Futures Exchange uh, experience as well. So WoolQ will sort of live and die by those that use it and the uptake of the industry. It is partially available now. so. The invitation is there to, to download it and use it and, uh, and join the, the digital uh, evolution of uh, wool selling. So the WoolQ app at, uh, at the App Store for both Android and Apple devices and stay tuned in July for more functionality. Absolutely. And, you know, if I could encourage wool growers and brokers and exporters uh, and indeed all those who, who work within the community to register at uh, woolq.com. Um, and then they'll ensure that they receive all the updates as to the rollout of the different and specific bits of functionality. Uh, if you're wanting to, to get the uh, app, just type in WoolQ at the App Store for both iOS and Android and test the tool. You know, we, we really want to find out what the industry thinks of this exciting new um, evolution. Well, thanks for joining us on The Yarn. Um, congratulations on getting this far. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to discussing things as they, uh, as they evolve throughout the year. I'll look forward to talking to you again closer to July. All right, thanks. Thank